Welcome, namaste, salam sujatra, and welcome to another episode of Auntie Please, where we are everything we want to be, nothing you want us to be, and so much more. So today we're we're getting right right into it. So now we're just gonna talk about what we would do if if we were on Indian matchmaking, kind of along those lines, and then we'll just see where we go with it. Um, along those lines, yeah. First question yeah. I want to ask is. Lama, if you were on Indian matchmaking, what would your criteria be? Pretend I'm I'm Sima Auntie and I'm just like, okay, what what do you want? It? What do you want in a husband? <laughs> oh God, this is this is gonna be hard. She's probably gonna be like, she's so picky. She needs to freaking compromise. Pickle <laughs> mind. Um, I. This is hard, man. Like this is like having to construct my future husband's like hinge bio. Mm. Like, what would I want it to say? Yeah. You know someone that loves to be challenged mm-hmm. um someone that um god this is this is actually really hard i can see why they struggle <laughs> now okay <laughs> um someone that i'm compatible with like humor wise cuz i love love i love laughing with my yeah. partner like i just love laughing in general with people yeah. and i and i i would want that in my partner you know to be able to um do that to be cheeky um someone that is willing to operate in the when in a relationship like it's a partnership mm. like you know um there's there's no like um yeah in like in a, like in a partnership i don't know what like what would you put this is so hard okay i'm ready for this like, cuz i've known this for like a long time. <laughs> she knows. Please I know get her up. on matchmaking. Someone call Simanti <laughs> right now. Okay. First of all, I want someone who is kind-hearted. I want someone who mm. is an animal lover, but not really a deal breaker. As long as I'm allowed to have, okay, allowed. To, okay, I don't want to say the word loud. As long as like I can still have my pets. Um, yeah, animal lover. I want someone who is open-minded and ideally just as progressive. I guess as I am, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. and if they're not like that's okay as long as you've got that like the kind of mindset where it's like you're not fixed in your ways where there's still room for growth and you know that you're forever learning and constantly growing and I feel like that's really important because when someone's fixed in their ways, it's a bit hard to like learn new yeah. things and like when there's a, when there's change happening whatever the change is that can be I feel like that could be a strain as mm-hmm. well um what else someone who is like i hate to i feel like i need someone who needs who puts me in my place sometimes so i feel like i do have a tendency to just either <laughs> say or do the most ridiculous thing she likes to be dominated that's what she's trying to say guys Pretty she much. likes to be <laughs> that's another way of saying it i'm not going to say no but but someone to like put me in my place when i need to be checked um so which means like the guy just really needs to have his shit together. He needs to know what he wants in life as well. And someone who is ambitious and someone who um just doesn't see his life as okay, I've got a job, I've got a wife now, whatever and like that's it and that's the rest of his life instead of like, you know, that's so mediocre. Yeah, that's I can't I'm just like that. That's not the life I want. I want to... I'm not saying that I want such a glamorous and fabulous life where, like, we're constantly traveling and stuff, but, like, some excitement would be nice, you know, doing spontaneous things every now and then. Not all the time, but... But, um... Yeah, just... I think... At the... 
bare minimum, things like that. Yeah, like you said, you know, someone that you can just laugh with and have a, have a good laugh with, chill, and, um, yeah. And I don't think that... Okay, wait, no, question for you. Do you think that it's important... And I think this is one of the reflex questions as well. Like, do you think it's important to share the same likes with your a partner? Or dislikes. Yeah, yeah, it was like likes, yeah, likes or dislikes, yeah. Which is more important. This... This is hard because I remember my instinctive thing was like, yeah, same dislikes. But like, but then, but then it's also like, what do you categorize as a dislike? Mm. You know, like, are we going like plain Jane? Like, oh, I dislike taking public transport. So I choose to drive everywhere. Yeah. Um, or do I like, you know, or is it like I dislike systematic racism? <laughs> so I continuously unpack like my brain. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, are we talking that? Are we talking that level? Or are we talking the like, you know, generally quite surface level things, which can be deal breakers for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I, I, this is hard. This is a very, very... I, I'm... Like, my reflex was still the same dislikes. Mm. I think I'm quite... Like, I, I'm pretty open to doing a lot of things. Mm. I think there are not many things that I, like, particularly dislike. And when I dislike something, like, I don't think I'm, I've got a very, like, uh, lukewarm way of disliking things. Like, if I, disli- if I dislike something, like, I dislike yeah. it. Like, I will not... I will avoid any opportunity of trying to do yeah. it. Like... If you make me do it, like, no, sorry, like, I, I dislike it. I'm, I'm not about to do it. Yeah. So it's going to make it really hard if my partner really likes that. And then that's going to be a lot of tension because then we're going to have to deal with that. And, like, who's going to give way, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why, like, for me, dislikes are a bit important. Because I think, like, you know, someone's like, oh, I dislike camping, so... Someone's like, I dislike the outdoors, so I won't go camping. I'm like, all right, cool. Or if it's like, you know, and I like, I have an aversion to camping, mm. like, especially when in my period. I just hate having yeah, to camp. Yeah, you don't want to be on your when period. On your period. Like, it's just a, not, a, not a fun experience. But I will I will still go camping, though, like, if I am if I can plan it according to my cycle and, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. Like, I, I, I'm, the, I'm that bitch that will do that. Like, I'll be like, cool, I'm going to go on a holiday for these few weeks because that's when I think is going to be when I'm not bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, 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 like, those are things that, like, is imp- like, uh, like, things that I'm nitpicky about. Um, but, like, overall, like, I'll still go camping, you know? I just dislike going camping when I'm menstruating. Like, yeah. that's, you know? So, for me, it's like, yeah, if we're on the same page about the things that I dislike, perhaps we can find a middle ground, yeah. you know? I don't know, what about you? Do you think, like, is having the same likes better for you? I think it's not a deal breaker. I feel like, for me, it's not super important because if you have this, if, like, there are, if there's a lot of overlap, then I feel like your lives just become, like, one. And I believe in, like, me having my own life and my partner having his own life, but then... You know, there are crossovers and stuff, but it's not all the time. It's not, like, everyday, mm-hmm. same life kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd be okay if my partner had did, like, all the same things that I would do. Because then we'd be doing it together, and then it will just get boring. And I'm just like, I see you all the time. <laughs> I'm like an Aparna. <laughs> do we have to see our husbands every day, know, like, all the time? <laughs> do we have to... <laughs> like, yeah. And on... 
Honestly, fam, I don't know why everyone was getting so mad at her about that because the, I, like, I don't know if anyone here has ever lived with their partner before, yeah. like, 24-7. Like, they're the only, like, you know, you go to work, they're the only person you see. They're, like, they're constantly in your space. It is a That's lot. a lot, yeah. Like, it is a lot. Like, I always... <laughs> I, w- I will always say that I'm like if I ever move in with someone and like money is not a factor for mm. us and like if we can afford a two bedroom yeah. fam we are getting that two bedroom I feel that not you know not not just because like um I need my sis but also because like we're very I'm very family oriented like my family will come and visit so and if anyone wants to come and visit friends family whoever like they have a place yeah. to stay too you know um but it's mostly because I value have like having space like I think uh, I've realized that when I feel like I'm losing a sense of self, which is no one's fault other than my own. Mm-hmm. Because I then like I I can tell when I when I feel a codependence codependency developing. And that's when I'm like, gotta pull away, mm-hmm. gotta like find my own like, um, right. like find my own ground. Um, and which is why I think having your own space is so important. And and that's the thing, like you know, it's you just need to be like. I, I can't relate to people that don't enjoy being alone. Yeah. Like, just w- w- having their own company for a yeah. while. I love my company. Like, I will, I will watch all the videos. I will, like, journal. I will read. Like, you know, it's just, like, I, I, I love that. And, like, having a house by yourself, free from your partner or husband for a certain point of time, like... It's, it's it's nice because then it's like how it feels like when you like lived by yourself yeah. you know um where you, i had the freedom to roam around my house and dance to rihanna yeah and, and like just like walk around naked yeah and- exactly it's such an like i don't know if it's underrated but it's such a thing and it's and i really do appreciate that time and having that time for myself like i also love i love being alone and i feel like you know, growing up, like, you're always surrounded by family. And then, like, when we went overseas, I was in college. And then for the first year, like, I had my own space. Like, I didn't even share. I was lucky enough to not have to share a sink room. Like, everyone else kind of had to, but I didn't. Yeah, and I, really... I remember all those nights <laughs> sleeping on your yes. floor. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, like, and I really appreciated having my own space. And I realized how much I loved being alone. And then after college, I had to move in with my brother. And I feel like that was just like the worst thing for me. But then it wasn't too bad because he would go to, because when he had work, he would go to work and stuff. But then when lockdown Mm -hmm. happened, the whole, like, I was, uh, because he was working from home and he was home all the time and he barely goes out. (laughs) So he's always at home and I'm never home alone. And that was something that I did struggle with. But I just go out and like go on a walk or something if I felt like I needed space mm. but yeah no like I, I get I completely get that I really do appreciate my own time and I feel like I need it like I do like I need to have it otherwise I would go crazy um but yeah how do we get here yeah how did we get here about, okay yeah moving in <laughs> what the hell are we talking about moving in with a partner it doesn't you know what it doesn't matter how we got here I have questions for okay. you if you were on a first if you're on a first date like what? What quite Like if you're on a first date in in a show where you know it's because you the main like you you guys kind of know what the destination is like. Well, this is and, and I mean kind of because a lot of the times in the show, a lot of the people didn't know what they actually wanted. Mm. Like they didn't know like where they wanted to be. Um, in that and and the assumption for some of them was that people were like aiming for marriage. Yeah. You know, we saw that with Nadia and Vinay when like you know what she expected and he wasn't ready for like you know it's just like all these yeah. things like um 
But let's just say, mm-hmm. hypothetical context is that you're all, you know, that's the destination for you both. You're on that same page. What kind of questions would you ask them on a first, like on a first date? I think, okay, so, so we're talking like real, real shit here. Okay, yeah, I think my first question would be about <laughs> kids because I'm assuming that whoever this guy is, he's probably going to want to have them babies. I don't really <laughs> want to, but then... I also do kind of believe that how, like, you know, if you meet someone, sometimes you just, like, like, you want to, I feel like it's a very situational thing. It just really depends. But, and if I am considering Mm. having kids with this person, I think I would ask, okay, how would you feel if your kid, um, if your kid is gay? How would you feel if your kid was born a boy, but then identifies as a girl? You know, like those kinds of things. Like, would are you accepting of your? Would you still be accepting of your kid? What happens if your? Or like, how would you react? Or what would you do if your kid is autistic, or you know, has um some kind of health problem, or has a mental health problem? Like, what are your reactions? What's your thought process? And how would you handle? I mean, like, it's really far down the line, but I feel like these are important questions because, like, it can happen, and it's like, and it's. To me, I feel like your kid's your kid. You need to love your kid no matter what. Like, no matter what. And if you can't do that, then I feel like you shouldn't be having kids. You know? So, that's mm-hmm. what I would ask. Like, it's the first question that comes to my head. Um, I Another question I'd ask. I feel like I would ask about... Okay, no, that's not, that's not a... I was going to say, like, their dating history and, like, what... Like, in general, what they feel is, like, an important quality to have in a partner. But I, I probably ask, how do you... Yeah, how, that's, that's... Yeah. Wait, no, I've got, I've got a better question. Sorry. Ask the questions. <laughs> the better question would, ask, would ask, be... Ask, yes. What, what question is this? Would be, how would you... If we got in... If we had a fight, like, how do you handle fights? How do you handle conflict? You know, like, what would you... I feel like that's more of an interview mm. question as well. But... But it's true, like, yeah. if, when we fight, like, are you, are we going to be screaming at each other or are we going to have a sit down and discuss it like two mature adults, you know? Are we going to meet each other yeah. halfway or is, or am I going to be the one who compromises all the time? Like, I need to know that you can also compromise, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what about you? What would you ask? Mm. Yeah, this is always hard because I feel like all my first dates have gone so differently Mm -hmm. like that like I just I like I like you know um some first dates are like you know you you touch pretty like surface topics you know like you know what's your family like what you have siblings but then one of the best like this is like a false second I think I think best conversationally wise because we hit a lot so many of the like important like like big deal breaking questions you you get in relationships on the first date it was mad but it was such an easy flowing conversation like it started because we um this was the most like i think i've got another date that was like still the but like best day of my life mm. but like this one was just beautifully beautiful conversationally because like i so i i got the first round of drinks the two of us and um we both walked to like where we were paying because like we were ordering some sides as well anyway 
I took out my like bank card and it was like the in Australia the the very telling orange ing card and a lot of the times people have that card because they've read the barefoot investor which is this um financial um which is this book about finance and managing your finances so and he was like oh my god have you read the book um have you heard of this bank have you heard of this like like and then we started talking about like how we manage our like money and like where do we see like our personal wealth management in the future mm. like it just goes to show like you know we were people that thought about our money and what we were doing them and we had this sense of like um like awareness of what was happening with our money yeah. because you have people like that you know that are on the same like you know that you can go out there that are also in debt that are also yeah. like um you know in like maybe even crippling that or maybe in a different financial situation and a lot of these things are very like you know quote unquote touchy yeah. topics that you don't really talk but about very important. you don't actually very feel but so important in the way that you um date each other because like you know where you are financially will affect a lot of the things that you do together mm. um and and yeah so it was so freaking easy to talk about all of that stuff and like um and and to and then and then we started talking about like um fat like he was like for context he was also like brown he was um he was indian or was he sri lanka <laughs> can't remember now but i know he was brown um and <laughs> and and yeah and then and then we started talking about um kids and parent like not just having kids about parenting styles. itself yeah um, that's a big one as well you know parenting styles and and he was like i 100 want to be a dad i was like it just i was like it fascinates me so much to hear young men saying that i really want to be a dad yeah. and seeing that they like it, like you really see it like even in indian matchmaking the way that a lot of the dads were they were very very passive mm. in the way that they fathered in the way mm. that they parented but it was it's so it was so refreshing to see someone that wanted to be a very active present parent mm. And then, like, we talked about, like, life. We talked about sex. Where we talked about, like, po- like you know, the way that people... The reason why people opt into monogamous relationships. The reason why... Like, it was just so... That's, such a, so, that's a good like, one. Bomb. That, that's a good conversation, I feel. For a first date, especially. It was bomb. Yeah, it was great. And and he had, like, such a quirky name. What, <sighs> what was, was it? Like? Tell that me. Was such a good day. Now I'm, like, reminiscing on it. <laughs> I'm gonna like I'm gonna like bleep when I say his name, but his name was. Um, it was it was really okay, cute. Yeah, he was he, it was great. It was such a great date because like a lot of these things that you reserve for when you've dated someone for a few months, like when when most people do, yeah. and then they realize that these are deal breaker things, and then they like cripple because they're like, oh my god, I failed in this relationship. Yeah. Like with things that we all touched on that we touched on really early. So um, I really like that, and those are questions I think I would ask someone in a situation where. Yeah, we were all aiming towards getting married because those are questions that I find important, yeah. you know. Um, and he was a very, like a like a very curious person. Like you could tell he was the type of person that I would get along with. Like I could tell he was the person I would get along with because he questioned so much yeah. of his life, of himself, of whatever he was going through. It was never was like a, it is what it is or, you know, that's just yeah. the way life is or that's just the way culture is. Like, boys will be boys. Like, it was a, a he, like, you could tell mans had thought about this stuff yeah. and, like, um, and had done a lot of self-reflection, which was so refreshing, okay, for a man's in his 20s. I was like, wow, hello, <laughs> husband. <laughs> Someone who you can talk to um, at a very intellectual level and yeah. have these, like, really deep conversations with. Um, like, even, like, the way yeah. we talk about And things, do you know what? 
that's what I want as well in a partner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Same, same. And 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 I and I actually like my biggest pet peeve is when I like I'm on a date or I'm talking to anyone and they're like, oh my god, that is so deep. I'm like, fam, it's really <laughs> it's not, not deep. That deep. <laughs> like it's just, it's really not. Like I, <laughs> I'm just talking about what I'm going through and when you can look at things and like when you just keep asking the question, why this or like why that? Okay, but like. You know, just, you want to keep digging to the layers. Like, it's not, it's really not, like, I, I hate it. I hate when people are like, oh my god, you're so deep. I'm like, I'm not deep. Like, how are you not why deep? Why do you all want to, I am, I'm like, why do you want to reduce yourself to such surface level? <laughs> Living. Like, dimensions, fam. I mean, like, if you want to do that, then you do you. But, like, obviously we're not compatible because <laughs> I can't, like, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think along those questions, I think I would ask someone, um on on the first date what's your ideal first date like how like first date first date is a bit contentious because what do you consider a first date like if 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 you're online dating then like is going out for your first coffee if you haven't really talked that much because some like people go through this so differently like i know people that are like that talk really briefly online they're like let's just go for a coffee and then see how things go because like they use the platform as a way to meet people yeah. that they think that they would be compatible with and then use that first coffee as like a audition round you know it's like a like a let's see how this person goes and if the coffee goes well then you're like let's go out on like a first date oh. but or or is that coffee a first date for you because like you spend all this time coffee or dinner or whatever it is like you spend all this time when you're online dating, like, talking to them properly, like, you know, getting all the insight you need to, asking the questions that you think are important for yourself. Yeah. And then if you're, if he's like, you know, the person like, tick, 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 all the boxes, then you actually go and meet them. Like, what is your ideal first date? What would be, you know? I think... The, the bomb, the goat. Mm, well, first of all, I think my definition of a first date will be the first time I intentionally meet up with someone with the purpose of getting to know them or even just, like, talking to them. So, like, if... Mm-hmm. If it's coffee, if it's drinks, like whatever it is, if it's the first time I'm seeing this person and like having a proper sit down or whatever, like that to me is a date. Um, and for an, what an ideal date, I've had like, I've had a lot of bad first dates, so I know what I don't want. <laughs> but um, and I've had like a solid handful of good ones, and I think the best ones have always been like either getting drinks or grabbing a bite followed by a walk around the city and these have all happened like in Melbourne like I mm-hmm. generally don't date while I'm in Malaysia because I don't know I feel like people are all up in my <laughs> business but, um, also it's hard to they date are. here people be staring yeah people okay, stare at you staring. you don't have privacy you can't like touch their hand or something or hold hands anyway but um but yeah like going for a walk <laughs> after and just, like, walking around the city and, like, my favorite place to walk in Melbourne is just, like, from the city, you walk to, like, Flinders and then you cross the bridge and you walk near Crown and then you come back on the other side. Um, and it's a beautiful walk because you're, like, you're walking by the river as well. Um, yeah, those have been some of the best dates. And then maybe grabbing some dessert after and just, like, having, like, you know, like, a really good conversation, a really good intellectually stimulating conversation, getting deep or, like, you know... Like, and I've realized recently that I feel like I'm starting to look for more 
serious qualities, I guess. I don't, I don't know what to call them, but like qualities in a person where I'm just like, oh, like, this could potentially be my future husband kind of thing. And when I'm hearing those things, <laughs> I'm just like, my whole body just like brights up and it's like, oh yeah, like me too kind of thing. Or, you know, like seeing that potential there is something that I enjoy. And I feel like for me, that's not, that now signifies a good date because I know that I'm not wasting my time because I know there's potential here as well. But um, what's a good first yeah, date yeah, for yeah. you? Mm. Um, a good first date for me is just a first date that... This is hard. Okay, this is not hard. I take it back. It's not hard. A good first date for me is like a date where you you just you click mm. like you enjoy the time that you're like and it and it shows that like someone's put in the effort yeah i suppose man the bar is so low but like <laughs> um it do be but like that. but um but but okay i okay before i before I, I say that like are you the initiate like do you initiate dates or are you more like like do you wait like when you're on do you wait for someone to ask you out i feel like both have happened like I have initiated oh but like I definitely think someone asking me out has happened more often than I've initiated it though I have to admit mm-hmm. yeah 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 um for me like I in my first year like when I first got into online dating I was definitely very passive I was like I think still coming into my like breaking out of my shell and being comfortable in myself mm. and like being comfortable and knowing actually what I wanted and admitting to that and being like this is actually what I want I need to be like stern with it um but now I definitely think like I'm I'm more of a I'm definitely an initiator like if I know what I want they will know like you won't have to question that I like want to go out with you like I think the like my the best date of my life has been a date I initiated like we'd been talking for a week online and been great like we talk throughout the day until like 2 a.m and i'd and i'd be like fam this 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 is like amazing yeah i'd be like ah and and i'd be like and i was like why is this man not asking me out like hello yeah hello um and then and then i remember i was like it's it's been a while i'm i'm doing it and and a while means like five days of like great conversations and (laughs) that's true i was like all right let's go yeah, and then I remember when I like asked him, and I asked him on the day. I was like, "What took you so long?" Like we were connecting. Like I would have done it on the second day. Yeah. Then he was like, "Oh, I was just, I was just testing to see if you'd." Uh, and I was like, "I hate you all. I hate you so much." But I was like, "Well, on this date," and but it was like one of the best dates of my life because it lasted like a good eight hours. Cool. We had coffee cool. for yeah. It was that's, long. That's how you know you've had a good day. It to last longer. Yeah, that's how you know you've also had a good day yeah. when it lasts like forever. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was great. We went for and and do you know what's the funniest? This was in like Malaysia as well. This was in KL, which is like the most like. Can you imagine? I I, I was like, wow, yeah. I can't believe I had this back home. We had coffee, and then we had that led into having an early dinner because we were going to watch a spoken word poetry <laughs> um, event and an open mic event, and then after that, after that it could have ended there to be honest because it was already like ten something, yeah. and then then I was like. Eh, my friends are going out to get a couple of drinks. Would you like to come with us? Too? And he was like, yeah, let's go. And yeah, so it lasted, it was all the way up until like 12.30. I mean, I stayed over at your house. Yeah, I know. Because, and who was there for all of that? Like, <laughs> from the spoken 
spoken word poetry night till end of the night. The best. I was there. She was the best. Without without Shia, I could have not. I could honestly have not done so many things in my life. She's truly the best. <laughs> but but ah, happy but happy yeah, to provide and. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I have you. But yeah, that was like, and and it was an enjoyable date because I knew what I wanted, and it was an enjoyable date because you. I think I went in with the with the idea of like, if this goes to shit, like, whatever. Like it's gonna like it's gonna sting, mm. but I'm going to this knowing that like I've put a lot of my cards on the table, and like if the person doesn't match up to that, and we don't. Like, you know, if we're not compatible, then we're not, yeah. you know? Like, there's really not much I can do. Like, I think people feel, a, like, a sense of failure and, um, like, a, nothing's going my way when, 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 when you feel like it's your fault mm. because you haven't put everything that you want forward. Like, I think a lot of the times I've been like, oh, my God, I'm terrible at this. Like, no one, like, wants to take me on days when I, like, when I'm unclear of, like, what I want and I, like, don't know what my standards are. And, like, I think when you don't know them, then you don't, like, you don't put all those cards on the table. And then when you hold them back, then, like, when someone, you know, doesn't meet those expectations, then you think it's your, like, it's your fault. Yeah. You know, when it could have just been stopped. Yeah. If you were just like, this is me, take it or leave it. And if they leave, then bye. Yeah. You know, like. And there's a lot to admire yeah. in that for two yeah. reasons. One, because it's a lot to make yourself so to put yourself in a vulnerable position like that and to, and the fact that you know you're you're making yourself yeah the fact that you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position as well as you're making by making yourself more accessible to that person meaning like by showing your true self you're setting yourself up for not for disappointment but you're setting yourself up for a better chance at finding someone that you are truly compatible with you know, because you're playing, like, mm. you know, you're showing your true self. So, yeah. Yeah, like you said, take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it's like we, yeah, like we, we try sometimes, like I've done this in the past, and you try so hard to be palatable to the person mm. that you want because you just want to be picked. Yeah. You're just like, someone pick me. Someone love me, you know. Pick me, choose um, me. And... <laughs> Yeah, literally, and 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 then, uh, and it's and it's just like, I think I think I'm like personally, I just needed to reach a point in my life where I didn't need romance Mm. or a romantic partner or like a partner in that sense to, to like, to fill a void or Mm. to survive. Like you, I don't know, I don't know how to explain this, but it's like. Like, that's just not how I can move through life. Like, I don't think I can successfully do the things I want to do if I felt that need. Because then, I like, if I didn't have a partner, I'd always feel like there was something missing in my mm. life. And I don't. I don't need my partner. Yeah. I want him in my life. Yeah. So, and so thus, I reach out for that, like, for that, you know? Cool. It is what it is, fam. I think, I think, I think we, we like, that's why we like, wrap it up! Wrap it up. Yeah, not good because my phone's gonna die soon as well. So um, but yeah, same thing. Oh my god, I almost fell back on my chair. Um, oh my gosh, you <laughs> bitch! You almost... <laughs> I saw that <laughs> that split second when you were like, "I'm going to die." <laughs> um. Okay. One of my final thoughts. Yeah, my final thoughts are is that yeah, 
would not like to settle um and just you know doing what's right for you knowing yourself like lama was saying like having that self awareness to know you and know why you do the things that you do why you feel like these certain qualities are important to you and stuff and like yeah don't settle try do your best you know make yourself available um don't hold yourself back don't block your blessings basically um also oof um i think that was yes. like, i think like said that don't block your blessings that's a good one mm. <laughs> yeah that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I have to I have to say the same. Like I think we'd all do us ourselves a favor if we approach romance like it was abundant. Yeah. Like they're all like people are always like there's so many fishes in the sea. Like, yes, fam. Operate on that. Like, you know, approach it as it's abundant, like and approach relationships like you know, that there's with without a sense of permanence. Yeah. Like I oh. like, you know, you could break up someone could leave you for some shit, someone could die, as bleak as that sounds. And if you, like, if you approach it without a sense of permanence, you could actually enjoy the relationship for what it is in the present and, um, and also still have a sense of self if that relationship doesn't work out. Like, you know, there's no, like, failure. Like, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. And, and just remember that relationships, for me, (laughs) for me are are like mainly transactional you know like what like and so what do you bring to the table like what are your like standards and stay true to your standards and when you can do that then you go into a situation yes vulnerable but honest yeah and if like if someone isn't on that same wavelength then you know that you've put all your cards on the table and yeah they just don't match with that and that's fine yeah that's fine there's someone that's gonna at some point yeah but um Honestly, like, yeah. I'm, I may be single, but I feel like I give pretty decent dating advice. And I know that Lama does too <laughs> as well. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask us, DM us or anything. Like, I would love to answer some dating questions. Um, oh my God, yes. Or your dating struggles and like talk about it. I think that'd be a fun thing to do. Um, not to suck my. I'm own an dick, auntie. But... I'm I'm an auntie. Yeah. <laughs> like I am an auntie. Give me all the juicy stuff. We are the people. That I'm we ready hate. for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the irony in that. Um. Okay. The irony. Cool. I think yeah, that's a good place to wrap it up. Um. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Auntie Please. You can follow me on Instagram as well at Achara5. And Lama, where can we follow you? You can follow me at Natasha J Lama on Instagram. Cool. Yep. See y'all for the next app. Bye. Bye.